0: Previously on Oppressed by Sun, Varian's mother Drusilia has fallen under the spell of a hippie drug pusher named Tord, a warlock of great power. After Tord attempted to assassinate our heroes, the Lord's tailor decided to strike back and destroy his farm. In furtherance of that effort, they attempted to enlist the aid of a local dwarven mining union to help them approach the farm through makeshift tunnels. When the mining boss proved recalcitrant and insulted Jennifer and Kadim, Jennifer slapped him, starting a fistfight. The mining boss was easily beating Jennifer down when she subtly took a potion of stone giant strength and came back to win the fight in dramatic fashion. Today's adventure picks up where Jennifer has joined the dwarves for their morning mead in a celebratory atmosphere. Episode 19, A Dope Tree Showdown
1: And I'm like, oh yeah, that left hook that you gave me that, that second time, I thought for sure you were gonna
0: take me down. But you know, real tough, tough cookie. So you, you are drinking a lot, right? Yeah, what are what you gonna kind of say, about? You never know. Natural twenty. <laughs> All right, so this is hit on the fire. this is dwarven mead, which is to say, 35% alcohol. But you're able to sip it, and also your amazing constitution somehow holds up. Not a lot of humans can drink with us, lassie.
1: You know, not a lot of humans are like me. Very, very different. Don't fit in quite anywhere. That's why I'm hanging out here with you guys, drinking beer.
0: Fair enough then.
1: I I just assume we have your
0: cooperation then, however we'll need it for um, getting rid of this blight. My boys will uh, get you in there. We have tunnels and such. And we're just gonna keep the druid killing to a minimum. They, if you don't kill okay. the druids, they will grow the, they will grow it again. Well, I will make sure that they don't then. Thanks for the heads up.
2: So, along with my 20 gold, Mumu was talking to the bartender because it just gave him a hell of a tip. Hey, what have you got that lights on fire immediately? I need something to burn this shit with.
0: We got something called the Devil's Water now. I think they use that for cleaning though. Yeah, we usually use that for clean stuff. <laughs> it's not for drinking Mumu.
2: I don't want to drink it. I want to use it to light this shit on fire. We're going to burn down the whole warehouse.
0: It's real good for fire. That's why we keep it in its own separate stone box.
2: All right. I need all of it.
0: A hammer bond hears you guys talking or uh, and shouts over, it's on me then. Like a, a 40 pound keg. I think we should make some Molotovs out of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
2: Bottle bottle. I need your empty glass bottles.
0: Don't burn the place now. We're not going to do nothing like that. With a flame accelerant obtained, Mumu and Katim decide to go scout out the farms. Get a little better sense of what they're up against.
1: I'll go with you. We'll do some scouting. That's turned both invisible.
0: And we go. Let's go scout. At the farm, Mumu and Kadim find a half-dozen druids tending to berry-laden plants, a large warehouse infested with ogres, and a bank-like structure that looms over the entire operation. Kadim is particularly interested in the bank. Natural plane is sneak up and look into the second-story windows and scope it out. There's two guards out in front of the building. Uh, they seem to be pretty keeping a pretty good eye on the surroundings. But you're able to climb up around on the side and sort of sneak around. Inside the window you see like cubicle space maybe? Like a bunch of desks that are sort of separated in a large room. And you see a vault door in the back from away from you. Uh-huh. Um, and there are two more guards there. Um, and there are also about twelve other people in this room who seem to be working on papers. Accountants. Yes.
2: So I'm I'm looking around. I'm just going to go around the house. I'm looking for traps, looking for entryways. Is that a door on the side of the house?
0: Yes. When you sneak around the side of the house, you do in fact notice there is a small wooden door. Like it looks like it was built originally to be a bank, and then somebody came in here and refortified it afterwards. The stone beneath you here is warded against stone magic.
2: Hutter around on the roof a little bit, being very quiet, so I yeah, can see
0: from here. You have a great angle on the rest of the entire operation. So you can see that there are carts parked across the street in front of a squat stone building that looks very strong. The, there is a large open loading door where the, where the uh, carts are backed into. Inside you see numerous crates of berries, uh, the types of berries that you know to be uh, used, dried, and then used in this process. You can see across the road there, there's a bunch of hammocks and a bunch of elves milling about the gardens. Uh, Those seem to be perhaps druids, Um, and there are guards that patrol, there's a group of three guards that patrols along this street, Uh, and there are uh, ogres moving things about inside the warehouse.
2: We got a lot of fucking druids, man. It's gonna be hard.
0: Knowing about Jennifer's tendency to protect those she considers innocent, Mumu hatches a plot to dispose of the druids who Grow this destructive drug. Specifically, she uses her tattoos to contact the Grey Fear and asks for their help. The Grey Fear agree to destroy the druids on Mumu's signal. Mumu tells no one of this plan. Head back to the grove, rest for a while, uh, get your thoughts together. Ertini does not move the entire time you're there. Let's attack the warehouse. Okay. Let's destroy as
1: much as we can in the warehouse, make a big commotion over there, and use that maybe as an opportunity to lure Tord out of the hot and froth for just a moment, so we can ambush him in the street and kill him. The, the moral quandary is not whether or not Tord is an evil guy, which it clearly is. Um, the question is, how is your mother going to be affected by this, and how are you your relationship with her going to be affected?
0: As is often the case with our heroes, there are vague agreements with Jennifer's sentiments of mercy, after which everyone agrees that it is time to act. With the help of a stone dwarf who shapes a tunnel using stone-melding magic, they are able to create a tunnel that leads directly under a cart parked in front of the warehouse, and that's where the chaos begins. So Momo pops up first as they uh, make it tunnel in underneath this cart. You see that this cart is loaded down with heavy heavy things on top. Off in front of you, you see a single ogre standing pretty near the cart. He seems to be shuffling around some boxes. A, off to your right is a uh, warrior, a hammer-wielding guard. Okay. Inside the building, uh, past the first ogre, are two more ogres moving things around inside the building.
2: Okay, so we'll moving messages, Jennifer, I'm gonna sneak to the back of the building and set the first two molotovs. Then they're gonna go running in and you guys can attack them from the back. And Moo goes.
0: You sneak in there, just past the door, and you see two ogres sitting pretty engrossed with stacking large boxes of berries. You're looking at an 80 foot by 80 foot room and along every wall is stacked four or five deep all the way to the ceiling with crates of berries.
2: I'm going to the back where they can't see me and I'm gonna light a fire at the base of one of those stacks of berries
0: and you just uh, pour some alcohol there along the floor. These crates are made of wood. So you're Perfect. Just pouring alcohol. These two ogres really aren't very near you at all. It's a very large room, and you went to the opposite back corner. Well, I'm
1: taking that one, that small pony cake, yep. and I'm gonna sneak inside in the middle of the,
0: like, uh, more the middle of the uh, warehouse. I go more into the midsection, and I just find, like, a stack uh, where they got a bunch of crates together, and I just start soaking a little bit, of, a few of those on so fire. There's, like, rows of crates, like, stacked together. And you just go behind one of the rows on the far side from them, and then just start spreading out some, some, uh, some liquor.
2: Okay, so Mumu will spend the next round just waiting and, uh, doing a little meditation.
0: Hidden from her allies, Mumu takes a very rare pause in the middle of battle.
2: I am lighting this thing on fire, and then I'm going to light my other Molotov off of the fire I light and throw it across the room at another stack of crates.
0: You do get the uh, Molotov over there and a fire immediately erupts. So Kadeem, smoke is rising. I, pl- I plug up the, uh, like I say, the pony cake and I am stealthing my way more towards the front there. All right, the ogres uh, uh, seem pretty oblivious even though you're smelling smoke. My splint is steel ready so later mm-hmm. the ogres run in I'm ready to hit my stash. One of the ogres is loading the cart just above Jennifer's head. I hook my head out and Oh it is on all the hard tasks and omniscient. You also have some save. Shh is our double mercy and a shh. He like he like shh he looks like, and I I cast a message spell. While Jennifer is enlisting allies, Varian is heaving a second barrel of explosive liquor onto the back of the cart. You keep that thing right up onto the cart. That and it sits right how you want, it doesn't bounce or jiggle or anything. And it sits right there. There's a little bit of a noise, but your your friend here looks, but he doesn't say anything. He lowers the cart a little bit because it's heavy. All right, I should be down again for a quick topic. Meanwhile, inside the warehouse, Kadim and Mumu's plan is catching fire. And the ogres can't help but notice. One of them goes, oh, and looks behind and bangs the other one on the shoulder. And they both look at the smoke. Oh, yeah. And then they start, what? And then they start running towards the back and shouting to this guy. But they start running towards the fire. Kadim, they quickly pass you. Use my flint and steel to light that Molotov cocktail up. Like behind him? Yes, behind him. I they really start running
1: towards the back of the room. Yep. And then I am just going to light up the stack of uh, berries I've been prepared already.
2: Right. Mumu will have joined you yep. and lit, and you can light hers Molotov at the same time.
0: Dig it. All right, I point out the spot where I'm hitting, and I hit it like Big Ruth, but yeah, 19 is a critical hit. Your fire hits right in the center of your uh, your spread out liquor. Yeah. And it, it hits both ends of the liquor within a second. The, the entire column just goes up in flames all within six seconds. As now this building is probably coming down. Crates, they bump up against other other cross uh, rows of crates. This shit is burning now. Not satisfied with just setting the warehouse ablaze, Kadim decides its occupants also need to be a fire. 16. All right, so he's you hit him. Fantastic. And so you hit him, and like all the oil, all the all the liquor runs down his back as it all goes up in flames, and he starts screaming and running blindly all the wall guess all like, the flammable crates. Yes, he's bumping into shit yeah, everywhere. He's got the liquor range. <laughs> all right,
1: I, uh... that ogre's on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: try to like, the out here. He kind of looks at you, and I say, yell you at your friends to come help and you start dragging this cart over to that door. So he yells, Get over here! To the uh, to the guards over on the other side. Uh, and they immediately turn, and all three of them start running this direction. <laughs> I'll right. save this cart! As guards begin swarming the scene, and Jennifer's new ogre buddy begins dragging the cart towards the bank, the fight is on.
1: So they are both going to take 14 damage.
0: Alright, those two dwarves, those two dwarven guards are to spo- Uh, Just ravaged by lightning bolt that comes out of nowhere and confuses everything. These guards near the center of the road uh, have already looked over here. Now they're running over. You're outside the building. The cart is pulled away, revealing the hole in the ground from whence you came.
2: I mean, I'll take a I'll take a shot at the guards charging up the road. Critical.
0: As that thing just pops that dwarf's head right off. (laughs) Shouts and screams coming from over here near the farms. Like, toward the druids? Yeah, where the druids would be. Do they sound like screams of excitement or screams of, like, pain? No, screams of death. What sounds like, for all the world, like someone is being killed. I tell, um, the ogre guy,
1: Park this cart over near that building, and my druid friend here will take care of the rest. Don't act like you're helping us. Pretend like you're still one of them and I cast invisibility on myself and I fucking haul ass over towards the screaming.
0: Meanwhile, back inside the warehouse, the pyromaniacs are still at it. One of them is rolling around on the ground trying to put out a fire, (laughs)
1: right?
0: Uh, the other one is like running around absentmindedly trying to like smash on things to put out a fire to no avail whatsoever. Increasingly panicked as the entire building is filling with smoke acrid, intoxicating, constitution save, smoke. <laughs> Good deed. You know I have my little mask up, as always. Constitution save. You would think an ogre could make a constitution save, but no. Alright, they both go to their knees, coughing. It seems that they will be consumed in flame. Ah, uh, not very great. Thirteen? You fall to your knees, choking on the smoke. Jesus Christ! As the whole building just begins to fill with smoke, the entire top half of the building is Wait, filled. Sh- I'm gonna use my karmic die. Okay. There hey, you I go. go. I am... God damn it. 20! Yay! Oh, shit! Hey. Okay, natural 20. Fucking DM karma, bitches. <laughs> Thank you. You are now immune from the smoke for the next 24 hours. Well, I am... Nice. Whoa. Okay, I can dig with that. Roll your stealth check as they are rushing in the large door, but not really near the edge where you are.
1: It's gonna be a 21. They do not see you. Uh, yeah, I. Well, I heard that scream too, right? Yes, you did. So now, I've, I've basically had Drusilla on my mind this whole time. So, sure, right? I would be look, listening to see if this sounded like her.
0: Going roll an insight check?
1: Holy shit, a natural one.
0: You're pretty sure it was your
1: mom. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm making a, a
0: fucking beeline for it. Okay, so j- you just double move, right? He's uh, like, yeah. fuck this cart business. Varian starts running towards the fields. His panther just leaps away from the, the cart and starts passes you up. Jennifer like, whoo! <laughs> that's, that's a better than thought, man. All right, well, these three dwarves who are near the door just run into the building blindly and then start screaming when they see what's happening. Uh-uh. 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 Um, and they're just blindly running down the road towards your direction, waving their axes. After the friendly ogre delivers the cart and its onboard bomb, to the side door of the bank. An idea strikes Mumu.
2: Okay, so then I'm gonna try and light one of my arrows, dip it in my Molotov cocktail, light that bitch.
0: Take out that that rag and wrap it around? Yep. Light it up? Okay. Light it
2: up, and shoot it at that uh, cask. As the the ogre is walking away, though.
0: You do get the arrow to stick in there and the fire to begin to slowly grow. I'm gonna roll a d4, and that's how many rounds it's gonna be until this thing explodes. Nice. One One round. round. Uh, does anyone need any healing? I give Varian inspiration and I say, Good kid. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. We're going to save your mom. What's oh, up? heck yeah. 25. Or first you see in front of you the hammocks. Three of them are just full of blood. As you look over the fields, you see there are three bodies unmoving. So six bodies that you see. While Jennifer and Varian rush to help the druids, Mumu continues to mow down the incoming guards. Mumu just again just you right in the ear Mumu and it blows out the other side taking like half the half the the, uh, the skull with it and it just the guy just is gone. Who's The dozers. Oh. That that uh, barrel on the back of that cart which is pushed up against that wall that thing is totally ablaze. Like oh. like a roaring ablaze. Oh shit. All right, and, and you're pretty close to- I it. might lie prone if I, if I notice that. And you can go prone. All right. Finally, from the front of the bank, the moment they've been waiting for. The door opens, mm. and then it comes out. Moo moo, you see a man is the man of your dreams. It is, uh, it is a uh, Tord. Oh, yeah. He strides out of the building, and you can see in his hand is a wand. Kablam! The wall crumples and sinks in. The explosion happened right at the door. The door flies off its hinges into the building. Thing, the whole area just explodes in fire. Jennifer, on the ground over here, you feel like a wave of stinging heat that washes over you but doesn't burn you or anything. You're, 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 two of them fall off the roof Yes. as the whole building is shaken to its core.
2: I get out one of my dangerous poison arrows, uh-huh, uh-huh, and I nail.
0: You got advantage. It's the whole bit. He hasn't seen shit. 54 plus 7, 66, 61. 61, he's still alive.
2: And I will use my bonus action to hide.
0: Alright, so you just destroy the front of his chest with, an, with a crossbow bolt. It sends him staggering backwards, <coughs> a, a, a dark smoke swirls around him, and he almost seems to heal. As he, as he uh, grits his teeth, um, and he does not see you, even though he knows where that came from. You are squatted down behind a little bench that's made out of stone. Jennifer, off to your left, you're down on the ground prone right now, but off to your left you see fall- fallen and prone assassins. And you see Tord has just gotten staggered by a blow from nowhere.
1: Let's go kill us ninjas, and I hop on this guy's back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking, that's damn inspiration okay. guys <laughs> right <Okay. laughs> Hell yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> um, okay, so, and so... I guess the ogre gets to move, right? The ogre gets to move, and he just rumbles across here. And just squashes this prone ninja, I hope, just steps on his... As the ogre just smashes him into the pavement. Ogre mad! Flattening oh. his head. So, eleven damage. Eleven damage. As it's another more. crossbow bolt from nowhere... Oh, you turned visible. Yes, I'm um, not visible. Um, as, as Jennifer is riding a... Uh, Riding an ogre with one arm around his neck and the other arm firing a crossbow at the at, at the forearm on his back. <laughs> BAM! So, uh, 10 damage. He hits you with the crossbow bolt. <laughs> the guy on the ground here stands up and also shoots at you. He's kinda pissed off. He's really pissed off and the only thing he sees is, is Jennifer on an ogre. Oh shit. He points at you and says, die. Alright. Alright, you must make a constitution saving throw or take 78 plus 30. Necrotic damage. Plus 30? Oh. Yeah. yeah. What's the save for half? Yeah. So, roll them dice. Holy a shit, is so, humanoid killed by this spill becomes a zombie under your command. Dead. Seven. Jennifer falls off the body, like, white, pale, and down. The ogre returns back to his normal mindfulness oh, of oh. no longer being our friend. Yeah, that's not good. Enraged at seeing Jennifer fall. Kadeem breaks cover and aims steel at Tor. Yes. That's fifteen plus fifteen. That's thirty yes. damage. Thirty damage. He's dead. Shh,
1: shh, shh. Like
0: Wolverine. Wolverine, bro. Oh, sick, dude. He's <laughs> down. Yeah. Yes.
1: Action surge. Uh huh. Three more death save. Er, yeah. Three failed death <laughs> save. Three failed yeah. death yeah. save. All right.
0: gone. he's gone. he is out. Out. Move out. Lights
1: out for Tor. Sixteen. You saw Jennifer go down. Okay, um, I'm making a, a B line. And then uh um, shifting shifting to, um, speaking of healing.
0: Ogre is going to attack. One is Yennacher. Misses again. He misses again. Stomp, stomp. Oh, man, Jennifer is like rolling and ducking as he's trying, it's it's trying it's to stomp on her head. Bitch, I stand up and this guy gets two shanks from my short sword.
2: Shank, shank, shank.
0: Shank, shank, shank. So the ogre goes down and you're standing there next to Jennifer. Well, I'm going to crouch down and grab towards <laughs> body. You guys hear some clamoring, as there seems to be guards and stuff shouting down the road.
1: Dubby little legs. And you
0: see more guards coming from down the road at double time.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go, I guess, hide behind the warehouse.
0: All right, yeah. You find our safe room is right here near the road where the cart was.
2: No, I know. That's why I'm going to try and protect it from the side of the warehouse.
1: I use a level three slot to cast invisibility on the demon eye make as much ground as I can with my 30 feet into that building and start looking
0: around. Alright, you make it in through the blown out door, and you find yourself on the, on, on the ground level floor with a bunch of uh, desks. A bunch of dwarves are, are like, uh, crowded on the far side of the room, like, hovering beneath their desks. You also see off to your right a staircase, at least at the second floor. This looks like the lower level. Now I'll head to the, the, the stairway. Towards last guard goes down to a Lumu uh, bolt, and you guys are now watching like 15 guards come yelling and running up the road. Right. Who is
2: gonna dash towards the gardens?
0: Yeah, so I run up the stairs. Okay, you run up the stairs, at the top of the stairs you see a vault in front of you immediately, beyond an open door. Uh, there seems to be a group of dwarfs hovering or uh, like, hiding beneath desks over to your right. There's a large desk, elf-sized, uh-huh. and it's empty, and it has, like, a picture of Drusilia. Alright, I start going through it very quickly, looking for perhaps a key to the safe or a combination. Uh, investigation check. I look behind the picture of Jusilia and around the picture of Jusilia in particular. Mm, bad investigation check. All right, well, you open up the picture. Uh, you're bad investigation, but you, you're looking in the right place. <laughs> so you you find on there sort of uh, inscribed in, in uh, Sylvan runes three characters, and they're like they're written onto a safe in a way that you know that you have to uh, turn the dial to practice cool. safe. I can read and write Sylvan. Once again, despite repeated warnings from there, loving DM. Our heroes separate, with Varian and Kadim in a narrow tunnel, Mumu running towards the gardens, and Jennifer inside the bank. This is where a little skill challenge begins. Look, Varian jumps in, runs, jumps in the hole. You see Kadim standing, uh, and the stone dwarf who will help yeah. you get here, Kadeem. and he closes it. Let's go! As Varian and Kadim dive for cover, Mumu runs to the gardens where the drugs are grown. You see that it's a flowering plant with, that like, grows just a heavy payload of berries.
2: So I'm gonna just douse one of these things with lantern oil and light it on fire.
0: Jennifer, you're inside the building, you're at the vault, you're using the Sylvan roots to open the thing. You open it, you look inside, you see that it is absolutely stacked on one side with gold bars, and on the other side with cases of gems. Yes! No, actually, you hear a shout from inside the room you're in. Okay. It says, Someone has opened the vault! Guards! Guards! Two of the accountant looking ones sort of come out from behind their desk and run over to the door as though they are going to try to close the vault door. Okay. They do not see you as you are invisible. And I back inside the vault, angle myself to where only they can see me. You're invisible and yes you can do that. I'm going to do that and I'm going to cast sleep on only them two. but the area of effect where it doesn't affect anyone else. You cast a spell and become visible. The two of them, as they see you, they begin to point and say something and then drop. I look
1: around and I'm looking for the most valuable gems to grab.
0: There are several very ornate boxes that seem to be set away from the rest of the gems, but they are halfway down. You're going to have to move into the vault entirely. I move quickly into the vault. I put the two in my sack of holding. I get back to the door, but I'm not going to make myself apparent to everyone else yet. In the back of the vault, you can see gems that are too big for a box. They've been like mounted into like uh, their own little pallet and are, are you know, you the same height as you. a and Variant, you are underground. You are moving in the dwarf-sized tunnel and remember you're accompanied by the guy who sealed the tunnel. You notice yeah. that your friend who sealed this tunnel behind you is gone as he melts into the stone. Also, you see a, an opening uh, just a little ways in front of you Kane, you don't notice any of this. You're just holding on to, you're holding on to toward there, like, I'm running. Right in front of you, a portal from the top side opens, and above, you see four archers. They are, uh, they each have a crossbow pointed at you, and they say, HALT! But you see, they are poised to jump into the tunnel right in front of you and block your path. Well, since I didn't see any of this, yep. I presume that I just kept and Four guys jump on top of you and you need an athletics check. I'll, I'll You're take good into at it. those. Four dwarves try to grab you and grapple you and, sh- and restrain you. Uh, but you're like, you're dragging Tord. I'm going to say they were able to grab on a Tord though, uh, considering he's a limp body. Drop Tord and bolt. I am going to summon eight badgers. <laughs> Clear the way,
1: pets! Uh, they're just gonna start chewing through those, uh, those guards. So basically
0: you're looking at a pile of flesh <laughs> in front of you with four guards and like eight badgers. That's how badgers fight! Ah! Yeah, it is a clusterfuck. <laughs> the guards just begin screaming and flailing. search for He's on the bottom, buried beneath all of his badger action, so you're gonna need a, an athletics check to try to pull his ass out of there.
2: Approaching one of the larger bushes, and yes. I was trying to pour my lantern oil on it and set it on fire.
0: And as you do, a earth elemental pops up right in front of you. The entire area is being swarmed by guards. There are, there are at least I, 15 guards in the field already.
2: I'm gonna disappear.
0: They seem to be forming a perimeter on the road on the far side of the gardens about 200 feet away. They seem to be standing about 15 feet from each other, in a very coordinated pattern. Jennifer! It's back to me, eh? Yep, you hear a noise downstairs. what's going on? I am going to cast invisibility upon myself once more. Okay. You, you, you heft yourself up onto the top of the door and sort of stand a little bit, and you're dexterous, so you're not gonna fall from here, but then you're, it's just out of your reach, you're gonna have to jump up and sort of pull yourself up onto the rafter. Wrap your arms around it, sort of desperately, and sort of cling to it, and then... <laughs> and then, sort and then of, wrap my legs around it. And, and then laugh, it. La- wrap, <laughs> wrap your legs around it, so at the end of your turn, you're sort of hanging underneath the uh, wooden rafter, uh, invisible.
1: like so, Kadeem, we gotta, we gotta finish this job, and, uh... Uh, badgers burrow that way, and I just kind of point further in the uh, further in the battlefield. I'm gonna take a peek up above the uh, the rim of the hole.
0: You don't need a perception check to see a big ol' earth elemental looking right in your face. Oh goodness! And uh, he's gonna go ahead and attack you. As you look up, and you're looking up at the feet, and then the body, and then the face of this giant Earth Elemental hovering above you, he slams a fist down and it misses next to your head, and then he slams a second fist that hits you right in the back.
1: I, I want to yell to him like, "New plan, just get the elemental." All right, so the badgers uh, start scrambling out of the <laughs> hole,
0: like jumping on top of each other to get out of the hole.
1: Yeah, and I'm hucking a, um, I'm hucking a ray of frost at him and falling back.
0: Turns a little bit more slowly as he's coming down on you. ha, <laughs> 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 your ankles are cold what now. All right, Kadim you run <laughs> get away, some 80, socks feet. And knit them eighty feet. <laughs> All right, Kadim's off the map and down the tunnel. You're hearing some ominous rumbling, but you're not sure what's happening. Moo moo. You can now run another 90 feet. You see that the guards seem to have positioned themselves in such a way they have formed a perimeter.
2: No, oh, I'm running straight forward.
0: They do not react as you approach, but when you get within, but when you get within 10 feet of the of uh, one of them, immediately the entire group is alerted. Crossbow bolts begin to fly, and he crits. Oh, Damn. "Come on.
2: Okay. I would like to use a luck point to make him re-roll.
0: Misses crossbow bolts. I mean, it is thick with crossbow bolts, and you're like whizzing around your head, cutting through your cloak. Uh, but you're you're brushing past uh, one of the you're brushing past one of the homeboys, and you're past the line, but they still know where you are. Meanwhile, an invisible Jennifer is hanging from the rafters. You hear not just the two here at standing on uh, that have stepped out of the stairwell, but there are two more at the bottom of the stairs as well the bottom of the stairs yes and they're coming up they've no? just entered the bank you're not sure I'm gonna use my movement to get over to the end end of the rafters mm-hmm. over the stairwell mm-hmm. as you go over there you see they seem to take a position next to the door and just stake out a position there well in that case I'm, I'm not worried the about them you know that the stairs exit very near the front door Bit. all right you hold as they walk into the room cautiously and look around one of them starts yelling at the um yelling at the others in the room where are they? And uh, one of them says, In the vault! Alright, Kadeem, uh, roll a dexterity saving throw as the roof collapses. You are crushed under the weight of the, uh, the collapsing tunnel, as you are now pinned and prone underneath collapsed tunnel.
1: Uh, You two! And I uh, say to two of the badgers, Help me dig them out! And uh, yeah, run over and uh, help dig out Kadeem. Use my little burrowing friends and my own. Uh, yeah, damage. so the
0: badgers come over and start helping you pull off rocks and stuff to try to get you out of there. In that case, you are able to free yourself, uh, but you know that it's going to take some digging to get down the tunnel further, as it is now partially blocked by uh, the collapse. Meanwhile, back in the fields... One of them shouts, and they all seem to see you. As three crossbow bolts hit you, fum, fum, fum! The rest whiz by you, and they are all shouting, uh, a lot, m- lot more guys are running over here. So today's adventure ends with Jennifer, invisible in the rafters, in a bank full of guards, Varian and Kadim trapped in a collapsed tunnel with a looming earth elemental and an entire dwarven city worth of guards bearing down on them, and Mumu, badly wounded, torn apart by crossbow bolts as she attempts to flee. Join us next time at Impressed by Sun, as we see if our heroes can escape, and if they can, can they escape the consequences? of their murderous ways as always you can join us on a oppressedbysun.com where we got maps, lore and a whole lot more thanks for listening, see ya